this on. All right, cool. I just want to make sure that... That it works and we could hear everything. I know. Last time, I, the screen didn't go dark last oh. time. Oh, okay. Do you want it to go dark or no? No, I just didn't want to shut off just to Completely. make sure. Yeah. The one thing I need to invest in still is like a little like digital recorder. Yeah. Like pretty much a backup mm -hmm. so that if this fails... Then you could just grab something. And like we've talked for an hour, we don't lose that all. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we can talk for however long you want yeah, to. Yeah, no, I figured we were going to do whatever. I don't know what we're talking about or anything, but... It can be about whatever. It was funny when I talked to people at the first episode, mm -hmm. a bunch of them, <laughs> a lot of people were saying, yeah, that was a really long episode. And I was like, oh, I mean, it was an hour and 37 minutes. Yeah, it didn't seem that long. Yeah. It didn't seem long to me, but like the podcast I listened to, something like... Oh, it's my fault. Might, yeah. might happen a couple times here. We'll oh, see. I know. It's a little top heavy. I can support it. You know, some of the episodes I'll listen to are like two hours. Oh, geez, three okay. Three hours. And I was like, those are pretty long. Yeah. So there's no worry to try and get that far. But anyways. Yeah. So thanks for doing this, man. Oh, no problem. Something to do. <laughs> I know, it's right? Something cool, too. So. I was going to start with, well, for all the people that listen to yeah. this or who may not. Do an intro. Or who may not know you. Um, you're Nathan. Yeah, I'm Nathan. <laughs> uh, how long have you lived in Merced? I was trying oh, to think about that the other day. Oh man! Oh, uh, so my family, I think, moved here in 1996. Okay. Oh, it's 2016 now, so 20 years. Okay. 20 years or so. Yeah. You came from the Bay Area. Yeah, we came from uh, a town called well, city. I don't know, called Milpitas. Okay. Um, it's in the Bay Area. Yeah. Um. Like near San Jose? Yeah, kind of near San Jose. Yeah, so like the like general area is San Jose. Okay. It's kind of like Outwater, Merced, both okay. like Merced County. Uh, same kind of idea. Um, but yeah, we came from from there. Uh, I don't remember, remember much about uh, the Bay Area at all. Just uh, just like we lived in kind of kind of like a bad area. Oh. Uh, I, would, I would hear stories from other people like, yeah, there's like like. Like gangsters and stuff, and like certain gangs around, and like sometimes we hear gunshots and stuff. But oh, I geez. never, I never dealt with any of that. I was uh, pretty sheltered for most of my life, and you know, homeschooled, ten brothers and sisters. So I <laughs> uh, didn't go out much or anything. So okay. you know, I was going to ask you about that because you're oh, the, number what of? Oh, I'm the seventh. I'm the seventh kid out of eleven. Okay. Um, Big family. It definitely helps when you're homeschooled to have a big family. Yeah. Um, oh, my bad. Oh, no worries. Um, but yeah, uh, it definitely helps. Uh, yeah, I like big families. Um, Do you ever get tired of people asking you, or does that yeah, get annoying? Oh, you have no idea. I, I actually don't bring it up yeah. ever uh, when I meet new people. Because I figure at some point, if I want to see them again, it will come up less like... Like it, it won't it won't become like something that's that's me because what ends up happening is it comes like party like your identity people are like oh my gosh like this is Nathan he he has ten <laughs> brothers and sisters crazy family uh, there's always like jokes like oh their their parents loved each other a lot or like oh yeah Some really terrible yeah jokes they're, about yeah parents. they're not Mormons <laughs> or something it's just like guys come on like I don't yeah. I don't care um, but yeah I don't know uh, so normally I don't really mention. That and the people who like my do mention to it is like oh yeah well I see like now like why you don't you are like super awkward and stuff um, because they assume since I was homeschooled I'd be awkward which is a whole another whole another <laughs> spiel you don't need to go on like um, 
but yeah, growing up in that in that big family is like a blessing. I would say a blessing and maybe a little bit of a curse sometimes. Um, but that just is just everything, you know. You get you get you good at your bad with anything you do and how you grow up. Um, Did you guys ever get that terrible joke like, oh, you guys could have your own baseball team? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. Oh yeah, you could you could have your own football team and like we wouldn't be very good. We'd be real bad. We don't know anything about football. Uh, baseball, we could we could do okay, but we're also pretty bad at baseball. Um, but yeah, we get we get all we all the jokes, man. All the jokes, especially the jokes. it's it it leaves you you get you get to like grow like a thick skin kind of sometimes when you're homeschooled in high school with a big family. Um, Oh goodness! Oh goodness! <laughs> so you were number seven of eleven. Yeah, so, yeah, right in the middle, right, right in the middle, middle. Uh, basically. So uh, uh, I'm right after a set of twins. So technically, I'm I count myself as middle middle. Okay. Because we have uh, Monet, uh, Mikael, Logan, Carissa, and then Seth and Shiloh, and then me, and then Kyam, Noah, Elspeth, and Amity. Um, nice job, way to. Not yeah. leaving anybody out. Yeah, not, not leaving anyone out. <laughs> hey, if everyone knows now, everyone knows. Everyone knows my family. Um, and yeah, it was. Uh, growing up was always fun, you know. Um, I always hung out with Kaim, you know. We would play lots of Legos. We uh, played a lot of outside stuff, right? Road bikes and stuff. Did things kids are supposed to, like should do. Um, I'm curious. I'm good friends with your brothers. So. Yeah, yeah, real good. Um, yeah. I remember one time we were over at your house, hanging out, and back in the day before that portion of her said got developed. There was an oh, empty field. Oh, yeah, the field. The field. And, like, like you're probably remembering, like, it was super fun. Oh, yeah. And you guys probably went back there all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, um, basically, there was this undeveloped field out there that, that no one, like, someone owned it, but no one ever, like, used it. Right. And, like, you think about it now, and you're like, man, that was really sketchy. My, my mom probably just, like, needed a break from, like, the the boys just driving her crazy, right? And so like we would go out in this field and mess around. Like we built forts out there sometimes. I don't know. We would like jump around the weeds. We'd catch frogs and and lizards and stuff. And that's what I remember doing one time when I came over, and you guys were like, "We should go to the field." Yeah. And so I tagged along, and I don't know if you were as into it, but Seth was really into oh, man. bugs, yeah, and lizards and all kinds of stuff. So we're searching for animals back there. And all, all I remember is I couldn't find any bugs or animals. <laughs> These things don't exist. Where like, the hell are they? This isn't this one. And then suddenly, because it was really overgrown, and I, like, scraped against something. Oh, God. And it was an old piece of wood with a nail sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I cut my leg open, and I was like, hey, Seth. <laughs> Seth, I need to go home. <laughs> He's like, and knowing us, like, we, we had no no cares at all for... Uh, like, it can't hurt or anything, like, you know, like, we, like, ah, oh, rusty nail, oh, we'll be fine, like, tinnitus isn't a thing, like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna die. I was pretty terrified, and then I, like, forced your brother to, like, take me back to your house, and I think your mom was upset and was like, yeah, you can't play in the field anymore. Yeah, she was probably, she was probably pretty, pretty mad. Um, and Seth said he went back, like, the next week. Yeah, but. yeah, the next week, she probably forgot about <laughs> it, or was just going crazy, um, but, you know, it's... <laughs> One of those things, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, the field. Good times. Oh, man. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Well, what, they probably, like, that's where all those new houses were. Yeah, so. yeah. A uh, funny thing about that is, like, like all of the like, boys and everyone would go hang out over there and just, like, I don't know. But you never, like, I remember spending a lot of time just, like, out there mm -hmm. 
I guess, being delinquents or something. <laughs> but uh, it was always, like, midday before anyone else got out of school. Yeah. Because when the kids got out of school, then, like, mean kids might come out and, like, beat you up or something. Yeah. And we were pretty wimpy kids in general. <laughs> um, so uh, we would go out to, like, midday. Like, we'd do all of our, like, schoolwork we had, which is basically just homework. And then we'd go out there hang out on the field for a couple hours. And, you know, I never really, like, thought about what did I do. I guess I, like, wandered around. We had to walk, like, back and forth. I guess as, like, kids, you don't really need that much entertainment. And I think it's weird, like, because I was homeschooled, too. Yeah. And I would do similar stuff. And I guess, like, my perception of time was way different back then. It was like, you could just go play, goof around. Yeah. And you didn't really think about, oh, this is a half hour. Yeah, yeah. I spent an hour doing this. Yeah, well, it was what just, am I oh, doing? Yeah. I'm having fun. Yeah, like, like wandering around, like, who cares? I'm yeah. pretty sure I couldn't do that now. Oh, like, no, yeah. I'd, I'd I'm going to go spend two hours in a field. No, no, uh, I'd have to, like, bring a book or, like, have a specific thing I was doing. Like, okay, so for the next hour and a half, I'm going to be sitting down at a Starbucks reading this, yeah. this book and listening to some music or something. The crazy thing I was thinking about the other day was, like, how often I use my phone or oh, yeah. how reliant I am on it. Yeah. You think about it as a kid, like, I didn't have a cell phone as a kid. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I didn't have any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, and you, just, you didn't need it. Yeah, you wonder... Like, it makes me wonder, like, how, like, more productive, or maybe, I don't know, like, like, less, uh, like, like, into myself, like, like, almost absorbed in myself instead of, like, taking in the world. I know. Um, there's a, a song, uh, Reliant Cadence released, and, um... They're still out? Yeah, they're still Do going. I would Whoa. definitely give them a, a checkout, um, there's an album that helped me through a lot of stuff called Forget and Not Slow Down, that's real good. When did that come out? Uh, 2009, I think, something around then. Okay. So they released the album after that. That's that's not their greatest stuff. It's interesting, I will say. Um, okay. It's like a pop album. And so they did it on purpose to like do something different. Uh -huh. um, and coming back to after a while, I really like it. But um, Forget Not Slow Down is really good. It's about some stuff that um, Matt Thiessen, the lead singer, lead he was singer, going yeah. through. He went through a, a um, pretty hard breakup. Um, okay. And so the album is just incredible. There's a song in it called Savannah that's just incredible. Whoa! Um, I'm all about the like breakup album. Yeah. Oh no! This is this is a good one. Um, that's the name of the song or the album. That's the name. Of, that's the name of a song on it and the album. The best okay. song on there's definitely called Savannah. Savannah. Um, and they definitely do a lot of cool. They do some cool work on it. They do some interesting. I don't know. It's just, it went from being like a normal like like rock band like just going yeah. and they change it up and do like different instrumentation and stuff. It's really interesting. I I always love their music. Like I remember them from like when they first started. Yeah. And it was always fun, like, pop-punk, yeah. country stuff, but they were really talented. Yeah, they, they have a lot of good stuff, you know, like, they're good, good writing hooks, but also good at doing some, like, like writing about deeper things going on at some yeah. points. So at one point, they were just kind of the, like, yeah, like the catchy, Yeah, it was, they're almost like the, um, like the token, the token Christian, Christian pop, pop band, you know? Like, the band you could listen to that had, like, guitars going, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Like, yeah, check this out. This band has a song called Sadie Hawkins Dance. I remember going to, I saw him a couple times. Once was at Spirit West Coast. Oh, man. And I remember it was, I think, 2003. Yeah. It was like the youth group from church was going. Mm -hmm. And then like me and I think Seth and probably Logan. Yeah, probably. We all made um, t-shirts. And it was, one was like, they had a song about like wearing a pink tux to the Oh, lawn. yeah. And so I like, for some reason, put that on a shirt. A shirt. So many girls were like, "Oh, that's a cute shirt," and I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah, like pointing out, like, "Yeah, you know." But that I was song. too awkward to yeah. like actually think I was yeah, getting cool. hit on. But I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> I made a cool shirt." Thanks, <laughs> guys. Okay, 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 okay. 
You know, you know that song that has like the lyrics in it? Yeah, it's right here. And, and then during when they played that song, I was like, oh, look, look at my shirt. Look at me, hey, guys. guys. Look at me. Hey, guys. Um, but yeah. Um, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, on that tangent. Uh, but they have a new song, and it's called Look On Up. And uh, it's okay. about like how, like basically like people need to stop like at some point, like it's straight to be on your phone and like looking down and everything. <laughs> but like, I'm guessing also do the fact that they'll play shows and they'll see people just like with their phones like sticking up there, just like videotaping. And at some point, you just want to say, guys, you're missing the point here. Like, you could like take pictures of this and push it all, all this stuff. Um, like, I don't know. Like, it's great that you're here, but can't you just like forget about like telling everyone else you were here and just enjoying it for yourself. Like, it's a good song about just, like, looking on up and, like, thinking about what's going on. Um, and, like, that's something that's always been, like, the back of my mind. Like, I always kind of, like, know, like, okay, I spend too much time doing this and this. And so I always try to make sure I'm more aware of what's going on around me. Um, but it's always nice to have some reminders here and there. Uh, I'll definitely check it out, too. It's a, it's a good one. Another, It's a more relaxed one. Okay. I'll definitely check that out. Well, that's kind of a decent lead-in. That was one of the things I was going to ask you about, because you're a musician. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. super into music. Yeah. Um, we can start with the musician part of it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, music-wise... a multi-instrumentalist? I play uh, guitar and bass, I guess. You could say that's a multi. I could sing if I have to. Um, you know, like, I'm not great, but I could hold a tune and carry my own. And no, no one says, like, man, you suck. So I take that as a compliment. You were well on to some type of yeah. talent if you're saying no one says you suck. Yeah, no one says you suck, then you're all right. Yeah. You're all um, right. So um, music stuff, uh, playing, I started out um, playing acoustic guitar. I, I borrowed my sister's acoustic guitar. Okay. Um, it's been one of those struggles I always had. I always fought my parents, like, let me play guitar, let me play guitar. And so, like, at first, when I said that, I was probably thinking seventh grade. And my mom said, fine, if you take piano lessons for a year, I will give you guitar lessons. Whoa. So I wrote down the day that piano lessons started and then wrote down the day a year later when I could stop piano lessons and start guitar lessons. Uh, my mom just pulled one over on me. Piano lessons ended and guitar lessons never started. And I was always, there's always a little bit of resentment. Like, oh, mom tricking me to take piano. But piano has helped. Um, I don't don't hate it. Um, help me with a lot of things. Like, Do you play still at all? Uh, I can play a couple chords here and okay. there. I can't read music um, very well. Did it help with the theory? Because uh, I know you've studied music. Yeah, I'm, I looked at, I've, I've done some theory stuff. It definitely helped, like, chord construction, like, doing triads and building seventh chords and everything. That, that helped with that a lot. Um, can you, like, you can read? Music? I could, I could, I very, very slowly, okay. very slowly, um, but I'm, I'm, something I've been working on for the last, like, four or five months now is getting okay. more into that stuff, because I was like, yeah, I should probably know more about this. It's one of those things that you don't think about, and as you start looking into more, you're like, wow, I should have done this, like, five years ago. There's so much I'm learning right now, it's yeah. just craziness. I wish uh, I had kept up with, with music theory. Oh, like, dude. I, I studied early on with piano lessons, yeah. and then should have paid more attention to it yeah. until I got to college and I was taking a composition class and I thought, oh, I'm way behind everyone. I have everyone. no idea what's going on. Yeah, I never no. like write my own music and I was like, oh, jeez. Uh. Yeah, oh, that's not, that's not, it, that's one of the, like, the good things about like um, learning guitars is really accessible. There's it a lot is, of yeah. different resources on there. Um, so uh, I had acoustic guitar and so um, after my parents, after I never got lessons, I decided to, I basically just said, forget about it, I'll learn my own. 
So I started just kind of looking up, and really, I only learned, like, beginnings of songs. Okay. Like, I learned, like, the intros. Uh, so I learned a lot of Blink-182, but only the intros. I never bothered learning the verses, because I was like, ah, oh, the verses are stupid. I don't want to sing them anyway. I just want to play them. The intro was probably really good. Yeah, yeah. So I knew all those. Um, uh, yeah, that's how I started. And then, like, the more the more I started playing, like, I was like, okay, this is this is cool and everything. And then, like, uh, I, I get kind of better, but not really. I remember one time I took a guitar class at Merced College and uh it was not a fun class at all because it's one of those things like I took and like it's like a big group class and the, the teacher tried his best but like I didn't want to practice how to play like uh some random it was like some random classical song and it was just like one note at a time like do 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 uh joyful joyful we adore that's what they were teaching you yeah it was it was an intro song it's super simple really simple melody you can play on the bottom three strings right um but yeah, uh, and I did. I never practiced it. Also, I got a C, which is always an embarrassment. I got a C in a beginning guitar class after I've been playing for three years on my own. Was it like based on how you could play "Joyful, Joyful"? Yeah, how "Joyful, Joyful," and then like uh, how well good you are at uh, playing like chords, like chord transitions, and then you have to play a uh, blues, a twelve-bar blues in E, and then you also had to play uh, 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 "Hey Jude." Uh, by the Beatles. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I had everything down, but joyful, joyful, uh, oh man, joyful, joyful was was rough. That was that, that's Which one of those, not a song. Yeah, that, that's one of the, for the guitar. Yeah, that's one of those experiences where uh, like like you think back to it and you're just like, ooh, ooh, that, that's bad. Like I got halfway through and like was feeling really confident <laughs> and then like just stopped and was like, I don't, I was gonna restart it, so I just restarted <laughs> it and then I finished up and he's like. And like I stopped, and there's like a like probably like a minute and a half pause, which doesn't seem that long, but then like when you're sitting and there's like thirty other people like looking at you and you're waiting there. Oh, you have to play in front of the whole. Yeah, class. Yeah, you play in front of the whole class. Oh no. He was like, "Okay, you want to play your blues real quick?" And so I started playing that, and that was fine. But whoa. Oh man. Cringy, cringy. Um, it reminds me of it wasn't a guitar thing, but it was a similar performance. Yeah. I took a Shakespeare class. Oh. And and you had to get up and memorize. A monologue, okay. A set of lines, um, and you had to perform it in front of the instructor. Oh man, that, that's that's always nerve wracking. And I didn't prepare well enough, and so I just get like six lines into it, and I was just like, um, uh. I was like, should I just start making something? Up? <laughs> just go. Versus like, uh, I don't, I don't remember this. So I didn't, and that was really awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not fun. It's no. it's, it's not fun, but. It's good to have those experiences sometimes, I guess. It probably is. <laughs> I just don't want to do it again. No. Um, you should have just gone on like a solo. Yeah, like, yeah. Just improvise. Yeah, just, just go. Like, have no idea about anything at all with guitars or scales or anything. We're just making notes up, see what happens. Bach wouldn't have minded, probably. Yeah, he, yeah, he, probably, he wouldn't have cared. He shouldn't be playing on guitar anyway. Where's the, <laughs> where's the harpsichord? Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's, that's music for the most part. From there, I started playing at churches. And churches... Uh, um, Churches help helped a lot with pl- with uh, musician wise. Okay. Uh, I have there's negative things, there's positive things, but the most positive thing I would say is uh, uh, playing for the the worship band. I started playing on playing bass because mm-hmm. that bass seemed simpler and less in the light. I don't like really being in front of people all the time, so uh, bass was really relaxed. Um, and there's a guy who did the music named Johnny mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Stallings, and he was yeah. really good. He was really good. He he knew his stuff, and it wasn't so much like one of those guys that 
um, was like in the forefront and like people always like, dude, this guy's so good. But he was really subtle. Um, he he knew how to he had to lead certain things and how to like let other people do certain things. Mm-hmm. But he was very much like everyone knew he was in charge, knew what he was doing, and he was very helpful to people who didn't kind of know. Yeah. And so uh, that taught me probably um, the most, I would say, out of my music stuff is, is playing playing in that group uh, with a group of guys. There was like three or four guys that mm-hmm. would all, were basically the musicians, and then there's random singers who come in and do their thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah random singers is, is the real word for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's where I, I probably learned the most is, is from church. And I still do it. I, I play acoustic guitar for Central Press um, now, downtown Merced. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's fun, something to do. They need it. They need any musician they can get their hands on because it's yeah. one of those things. Uh, hard to get a hold of volunteer people who don't want to get paid. I was going to say, that's that's probably worth noting that it's unpaid. Yeah. These are all musicians who are volunteering their time. Yeah. This is like the sound guy. Yeah. And I used to do that for a while. Yeah. And you know how it goes. It's it's one of those things you, you play a lot and uh, a lot of times people don't have positive things to say about it. No. Um, you know, you, you'll, you'll, you'll play and like, you're like, yeah, you know, that was, that wasn't great, but like, Hey, I, I, I did my best here. Like we did, we did what we could. And then like the next week they're like, yeah, so we can't do this song because it was really bad. And I was like, well, did we do something good? Well, no, we haven't had any like positives for this week. And it's just like, oh, okay, I, I guess like, that's how it is. But, um, I think. I think we're on an upswing right now. We're doing, we're getting better, and we haven't had too, we haven't had any complaints in a, in a couple months. It's a good thing. It's <laughs> a good just, thing. I, I never remember that because I played for a little while, playing the keyboards and yeah. and did music and all that for a little bit at CPC. But I never remember complaints. Yeah, I remember like I know there are a ton of opinionated yeah. people. Oh yeah, but I never heard about actual complaints. Yeah, uh, that's unless not, it was like that's yeah that's another obvious, thing. Like, oh, it's too loud. Yeah, that's another thing. Is is the complaints are always always kind of subtle and like people let them know like that got staff me like hey this didn't go well maybe don't do this again or something and so then they kind of just like ignore it um but there have been some tweakings going on lately and uh they've been saying okay so we're not gonna do this here we're gonna do this here and the good thing is we're just bumping up the volume is really what it is what ended up happening is which is a great thing it's a great thing um it was it's always been too quiet yeah and so basically it sounds like you're listening to a band play in a box outside and everyone's like singing. I don't know. Whole another, whole another, whole another part to that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's good though. It's good. I'm I'm glad we're doing it. Uh, I like doing it. Um, some good to do. Spare time. Yeah. Well, I'm curious. We can come back to that. That was yeah. the thing I wanted to talk about. Was yeah. was, was church church, church and religion like in general. Church and religion. Yeah. Um, but just in terms of your music. Um, you oh, played now. in the church, and then oh man, yeah, you're in a band. So or, uh, the band I. Or, yeah, the band I'm in is a uh, bus stop boxer. Okay. Um, and we'll get more into religion, uh, so you'll understand what I mean. Uh, this okay. band is is not a Christian band in the slightest. Um, now I I don't I do, do don't do much lyric writing, um, but uh, our lyricist he's real good. Uh, that being said, he is uh, I don't know I don't want to say profane, but he okay. uses he he uses a lot of profanity and obscenities. Uh, okay. Uh, but he does it really well, and um, a lot of his stuff, a lot of what he's trying to say gets misinterpreted a lot because people don't don't look for like like the satirical 
uh, side to it or like see that it's like sarcastic he's not being serious or he's like writing a song poking fun at certain ideas okay um and uh although like like the style is is very heavy uh like it's almost it's has like a like a groove almost like a bluesy groove but mm-hmm. then we hit get some heavy heavy hitting stuff going in there um really loud and uh it's kind of funny you tell people like people at church like oh you're in a band you're like yeah yeah i'm in a band like i don't want to tell them the band because they're gonna listen to it and they're just gonna be like oh oh this is this is the band he's in um but i don't i don't see why those have to be uh opposing things the band is really great we write good music um i enjoy being with the guys and uh yeah, we're playing. We play some shows. We opened up for a, guy, a group called Saving Able. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that which is which is really, really cool. cool, really cool. A lot of people were there. It was more cool because like we just had a ton of people. Yeah, like it's really cool playing in front of a lot of people. That's experience that I don't want to ever give up. Is being able to play in front of like it was probably like four or five hundred people just showed up and oh, it was wow. like like a packed place out at the hangar. And that was here in Merced. Yeah, it was here in Merced, That's which you don't see much. Um, but when a when a big band comes through, everyone's got to go see them. Uh, but yeah. Um, Band wise, I play bass in that, um, okay. and that that is that brought the second part of like church. Basically, church music brought me to the bass of like basics, kind of, mm-hmm. and then playing in a band uh, that really opened opened up my uh, musicality. I guess like I got a lot better um, playing bass, particularly, and then understanding how bass connects with guitar and with drums, and could follow a vocal line mm-hmm. or, or do all this other stuff, and. Uh, add you could add so much dissonance and so much rhythm and um just make things sound pretty or not and it's all it's just real cool and so um playing in that band has been i've been playing them for i think almost three years now nice um we released like one album that that was was okay um we could have prepared more on it but we're working on some stuff now recording um, more stuff yeah we're recording more stuff oh, we're working nice. on three songs um one i wrote called shatter uh and then we have uh a song called 200 miles and then uh, a song called another drink. Um, and they're all, they're all in different veins. Um, but the general, uh, lyrical content, it, um, for the band in general is supposed to sort of, you look, look at, look at the world and you, uh, make almost critiques of the social, social movements or not movements, but like just a social, uh, like attitude around, so you see certain people, and you're like, okay, so this is what they think. Like, this is kind of silly. And most of the time, it's like pop culture stuff. Like, you look at it, like, uh, um, idea, one idea, so from another drink, is is basically a song from a guy's point of view going to a bar, mm-hmm. and uh, he just keeps drinking more and more because he's trying to, to get with a girl and take her home, and all the pretty girls are leaving with actual guys that aren't jerks. Mm-hmm. And this guy gets stuck, so he has to keep lowering his standards. And it goes from, like, a girl with a lazy eye to a girl with, like, like one arm to one a girl arm. who's, like, 500 pounds. And it just keeps going down and down. And then he ends up spending his night in the gutter uh, because he just can't, he's, just not, he's just too much of a jerk. But it's specifically geared to those guys who don't have standards and don't have any respect for anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they don't, I don't, like... It's not that you're a person, like you're you're a person. I, I you're a thing I want to get. Right. So like I say, I took someone home, and so um, it's a good song to play at shows for sure. You know. Um, also, I'm sorry if I'm talking about like going to bars and picking up girls in a podcast. I don't know if that's a thing we're we're steering away from here. Did I not mention this is a Christian podcast? Oh, okay. Hey, so this is a song about meeting the Lord Jesus, and when he said another drink, he meant water. Yeah, that would possibly get turned to wine. <laughs> a little wafers next to it. Um, 
Yeah. No, uh, I'm kidding. You can, you can talk about whatever. Okay, that's you good. You can even use okay. profanity. Oh. oh. <laughs> because there's the explicit tag, so. Okay, I just, just might, it might happen. Um, but also, uh, I get, I get sad when, when, like, people, like, say, like, oh, well, I'm worried about you. Like, it's just every once in a while, particularly for my pops. He says, like, well, I'm worried because, like, you're in a band that I know, like, they're not a Christian band. They use, like, profanity and I'm worried about your soul. And, like, I just want to be, like, listen, like, it's it's a big deal to you. But from where, like, I'm coming from, like, this this doesn't have any bearing on, uh, like, my soul. Like, this is not, I'm not talking about myself. Like, I'm not, this is, I'm, we're not encouraging this kind of behavior. Right. We're, we're, we're writing a song about it to show, like, this is what, that people do this. And mm-hmm. you need to, like, pay attention to this. And sure, we're, like, an obnoxious, loud, sometimes you can't hear our lyrics rock band. But, uh, like, people shouldn't just not talk about it just because it's not something you want to talk about. Yeah. You know? Um, no, I think that's really great. Compared to, like, so many bands yeah. that just sing about yeah. sensical stuff or things that aren't important. Yeah. Things about, oh, I'm just going to get wasted and I'm just going to party. And, yeah, yeah, you know, all day, yeah. Life is just fun. rock and roll all night, party every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So that's cool. You guys have some actual... Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Which we, we try, we try to keep the substance in there, and uh, it's interesting. Uh, uh, Kyle Taxi, he's the one that writes all the most of the lyrics and stuff, and he's a he's a cool guy. He he's really interesting. He has a lot of very opi- he's very opinionated, I would okay. say. But um, he's one of those guys you, you got to talk to and get to know him a little bit because he comes off really, really, really jagged and sharp. Hmm. Like you talk to him, you're like, oh wow, this guy's a jerk. But the more you get to know him, you're like, oh, I, I, he's not a jerk. He's like a, he's a cool guy. He just he just sees things differently mm-hmm. and tries to explain that, and then people get pissed, and then he gets pissed, and they start yelling at each other, and that's it. But yeah, um, yeah, we'll, I, we'll we'll see what's coming up. We're working on some new stuff too, um, and it's all fun. You nice. know, it's always fun to get. To, it's, it's it's really fun to get to with a group of guys and just hang out. And yeah. music is a is an option for me to be able to go and hang out with some buds, have a couple drinks, and play a couple fun songs mm-hmm. every once in a while get paid to do it so hey why not <laughs> yeah cool so that's music yeah that's music we can go whichever direction you want okay the two other things i was we can talk about i was curious on your opinion on church okay kind of touched on briefly but yeah we could kind of go into talking about like you just mentioned yeah. about faith and all that and mm-hmm. growing up in a christian household oh yeah like i did um the other thing, um, I'm really into politics, okay. into cultural issues, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are. Um, uh, so- somewhat. Uh, okay. Which, is that more of a recent thing? More of a recent thing. So um, I would say uh, the biggest thing that influenced my opinions of places, things like church and politics was mm-hmm. definitely going to college. Okay. Um, and uh, some people would see that, that as a... Fresno State? Fresno State, yeah. I got a degree in literature. So I know I know you're feeling about talking in front of people and having to do a Shakespeare monologue. I have to I have to do a monologue. Okay. Um, but I had had a group of friends and we had to do a piece out of uh, I think Othello. We okay. had to do like a whole I think it was like a scene whole scene. I we did that too same class. But oh like man! End of the semester was a whole scene we did with like in groups. Yeah. Sorry to hijack it, but no, you're you're good. Yeah, I like, know. That saved my semester and my grade where I got to go do a scene. Yeah. And it was so much easier with other people. Yeah, with, it, it, it's so nerve-wracking having to stand up. Like, I ha- I've had to read monologues out in front of people, like, in class. But that was always, like, who wants to read the monologue? And, like, if, 
like me, I was always trying to get on professors' good sides, so oh, I would yeah. read monologues. Um, but um, yeah, so I got so uh, that's that's what influenced uh, I would say is is going to school and people would say like, oh man, like that's a shame, like he lost his faith, and it's not that. It's more, it's more uh, like I went to school. And then realize that like other people exist, and <laughs> there are other people, there are other yeah, worldviews, yeah, other 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 worldviews, um, other things that that we don't understand and we don't take account for, and like even like other situations, like you, there's not always a white and black, you yeah. know, and that's like people are always like, oh yeah, so not everything's white and black, but then like you get down to it, and there's like there's always one white and one black for the final thing, like there's always one right and one wrong, and if you're not if you're not me, you're wrong, right. Um, and that's kind of what um, steered me towards kind of looking deeper into that um, was 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 school, and that led me into uh, you know as when you're in college you take all those classes mm. like you take a bunch of classes and they're more liberal but they don't they don't pound it into your head that you have to be um, a lot of it focuses on like well this is this person's point of view and then um, like you have to when you're reading a, a thing like a story a short story a, a novel a play or anything um, you don't take into account what the author really meant by it really like that's part of it but also you read the characters and basically like what you are yourself reacts to that and then how you read certain things mm -hmm. depending on the time and stuff that creates the meaning out of it so even reading a simple Shakespeare play um, depending on how you read the lines and how you do everything you could change it from being a a male about uh, a, a play about male chauvinism mm -hmm. to a play about a guy trying to help out a lady because he sees her problem in life and he's trying to help her out. I think that was one of the things we talked about, uh, talking about uh, Taming of the Shrew. Oh, okay. We, saw, she, we had two different productions, one showing um, the male lead, um, I forget his name, it's the P, Pertuccio or something. I think so. Um, but the male lead, and there's one we're showing him like being like a big jerk and like overpowering uh, the female lead, I think it's Katarina. And the other one was him like being really, really like helpful and like trying to console her and like trying to like show her that she could still like be a powerful woman despite the way society was pressing down her which is really like a ridiculous thing sometimes you think take out of that class you know um like oh yeah this shakespeare but he was really saying like you shouldn't oppress women uh, but uh wow that's a long tangent coming off from no, that's uh, right. how uh, but yeah that 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 made me you know doing all that like you go you do that for four or five years and you think like well like like, how is this actually going to affect me, like, on a personal level? Mm -hmm. Like, it's great, like, on a, on like, a, like academic level. Like, oh, great, I got all A's because I know the answers. Um, but the most learning that happened is, like, I basically, like, you just have to realize you just can't be, a, like, a jerk to people for no reason kind of thing. Um, that's, like, one of my rules, I guess, is, is just don't, don't be a jerk. Don't be a dick. Like, every, everyone has bad days. Everyone has good days. And some people just suck. Like, like, Hitler, he just sucked, man. He was a bad person. Yeah. Um, but there's people that are tied into that, like, you know, like, they didn't know what was going on, or they knew what was going on, but you couldn't resist it, and so they helped the, the ways they can. Um, you know, they, there's some, some, some guards would, like, sneak Jews out and stuff, mm -hmm. and do what they can, but you can't save everyone. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things. Uh, wow, that's going crazy over here talking about, uh, about Jews in, in Germany. It's all right. Um. But yeah, basically, uh, uh, I started looking into like what I actually believed, and it was it was like okay, so like, do I really think that like, first off, like the biggest the biggest thing for me was all right, sort of let's let's look, let's look into this this homosexuality thing, because like, 
you know, you see all, all these churches and they just hate, they hate gay people so much. They do. And, um, it is, it is a sad thing to see. Um, even if you're looking at it from like, like gay people are, are bad, are like wrong. Like there's nowhere, nowhere. In fact, the exact opposite says that if you, like people who are wrong, you, you don't, you don't like mistreat. You don't try to like pass laws that have nothing to do with you onto them. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, like hurtful. And so like, I was looking at that and I was like, wow, like even if, even if I don't like agree with their lifestyle, which I, I, I do, I think it's fine. Like mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, uh, that ties in with social, social times and everything, what was mm-hmm. going on then. Um, but like, like you're still told you just have to love people. Like the golden, the, the, the golden rule, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul and mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And I think people forget that so much because they're so tied into what other people um, are saying about it. Mm-hmm. You know, people attribute so much to uh, Jesus' teachings that Christianity has become this thing that's just like a bunch of things other people say, and, Jesus, and like the things that Jesus said are in like red letters in like a corner. <laughs> like use it for like, like a, maybe like a couple sentences to back up your main idea, and then you just go on a tangent like, oh, stupid, stupid gays just ruining America, destroying family values. Yeah. And it's just... Just sad. Um, that was one of the biggest problems I had um, with being involved at a church, and specifically mm-hmm. being a member at yeah. CPC. I'd become a member a long time ago in high school, took one of those classes. Yeah, yeah the, the one-day class. Exactly. Um, and then I had been a member for so long, and then when the church transitioned and I didn't pay attention, yeah. oh, I, I would go and vote in the meetings yeah. and do all that. But then went off to college, came back, mm-hmm. went to another church, came back, but was still a technical member the whole time yeah. and didn't really pay attention um, to what was going on in terms of like the larger denomination. Yeah. So like there was the far more liberal PCUSA. Yeah. That we were part of for a long time. Yeah. Right. We were. Yeah. And then, they were the ones who, as a larger national denomination, were allowing women to be pastors. Oh, yeah. Were allowing well, pastors deal. to marry gay couples, mm-hmm. um, perform same-sex marriages, that kind of thing. And where our church, which is far more conservative, mm-hmm. was part of a group that was saying, oh, we don't like that. Yeah. We don't think that's what the denomination or the church yeah. should be doing. And so they... And then, I don't know what, a couple years ago, they changed to that newer, smaller... Yeah, they moved smaller, to Eco, yeah, which is um, very conservative. Very conservative. Um, and it, all that to say, like, when they did, I as a member, you probably did too, just kind of get grandfathered in. Yeah, You're yeah. still a member. We just get moved in. You don't in. reaffirm anything. It's just, oh, you're still a member. Yeah, we just moved everyone over. Yeah. Um, and so, even after we made that move over, it took me, like, I don't know, six months or a year to finally realize... What is it that's actually different different about this denomination? And, and so I went and looked. Like these are the tenets of the faith or yeah. the things that they really affirm. And and it was stuff I didn't agree with at all. Mm-hmm. I agree with some of it, but yeah. th- there were some ones I had some real problems with about marriage is only between a man and a woman. And then they point to some verse saying, yeah. well, that's why. That kind of thing. And I thought, mm-hmm. if I have a big problem with a couple of these major tenets. Yeah, why are you going to be a part of I it? I still don't know if I can be an actual member of this church mm-hmm. and continue to be involved in it. I feel you, yeah. Um, so I, I, all that to say, like, I agree with... Yeah, we, I we, think the, the church, yeah. and especially even the church you and I both grew up in and did a lot yeah. of stuff with, at least for me, like, I, they support views 
Yeah, that, that, I don't. Yeah, and don't, I, and don't I think, like in. you were saying, yeah. misses out on the larger things of like loving yeah, God, like, loving yeah. your neighbor. It, it, it's like, it's like, like you have to look like, you know, it's like, like the Reliant case on, you got to look on up, like who cares? Like at some point you just got to say like, it's not about what I want. It's not about like, and they say it all the time, like, oh yeah, like, oh, it's not about what like we want as, as Christians, it's about what God wants. But also like, we got to hate those people because they're bad people. And they say, oh, but we don't hate them. Uh, love the sinner, hate the sin. I was going to say that. And uh, that, it's just, that it just kills me stupidest, every time I hear that. Stupidest thing. I don't, I don't get that um, at all. Because I'm pretty sure, and I've read the Bible, but I don't know it perfectly, but I'm not sure there's anywhere yeah, in there says, that points to that. saying, like, hate what yeah. someone's doing and still mm-hmm. basically hate that person because they're doing it. Yeah. Like, I get that it tells you to not do things yeah, that certain you things, shouldn't yeah. do that are sinful. But, but I'm never, never sure says, there's anything that says, yeah, like, I th- I think there was like ostracize a whole... someone because they're doing something yeah, I bad. Think, I think there was, like, a whole thing, you know? I think didn't, you know... There's a very, very often used example of like Jesus like going down where this 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 lady's about to get stoned for you know, uh, she had like it was like seven husbands or no no she would she was caught in adultery that's what it was she's yeah. caught in adultery and like all these guys are gonna throw throw rocks at her because that's what you do when you get found out you know you're like oh I've got to kill the woman that's that's the solution there, um, uh, so they're gonna stone her because that's what you did and Jesus is like hey whoever's without sin, like like do you it, do it. <laughs> yeah and they're like oh well. Gotta go. Got this thing going on. Got, you know, gotta stone someone else real quick. Be right back. Um, and and it has just, one of those points in the Bible where it didn't say it, but it was like you could probably hear a pin drop. Or yeah, a rock. Yeah, drop. and Jesus is just drawing in the sand, doing his thing. Seemed, yeah. Probably writing with his finger, like you all are idiots because you're all sinners too. <laughs> They're gonna write this down, and the future is gonna say, "I'm just doodling here, or just drawing." But I'm just writing a bunch of like profanity. And you're like, "F you, you suck." F these people. Why am I here? Uh, or he might have just been playing some little TikTok. Yeah, I play TikTok. Yeah, um, but no. Yeah, I think I think we're 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 in agreement there. Uh, but that was one of the biggest issues. Um, yeah, involving the church. Um, and uh, where I stand now, like I, I can't I can't tell someone uh, I love, I, I like I like people. Um, I don't I don't like big groups of people. It's a big thing. But if I can meet someone one on one and um, they like they give me respect and I give them respect, I can get along with most people and I I like meeting new people. Um, and all, all of the, uh, you know, like you're told, like, oh, these, these gay people are terrible people. They're all wrong. Uh, I, there's, I've met so few, as in zero, like homosexual people or, or lesbian people who are bad people. Um, most of them yeah. are because they have to go through so much adversity. They're really, they're loving to other people. Yeah. Um, they're really, they're really open to things people say. Uh, they do more about things like environmental health and uh raising awareness for other causes yeah. because they know like yeah if you're feeling like down and out you need help like if you have these like certain struggles then yeah we'll help we'll we'll find a way because we know what it's like mm-hmm. um and i feel like that it's part of the responsibility of churches the church should be one of those groups that says like hey we know where where you've been mm-hmm. and like we're here to help but now it's become this almost thing where it's like instead of saying like we know like oh you have to be a christian to get the help from us you have to at least at least say like oh yeah there's a god and like I went through like the twelve step program and like saw the light and everything and now I'm good and that's great if that happened for you, um, but I feel like now it's so almost like oppressive, like mm-hmm. like you have to do this this is the way it is and so much so that people like actively fight against the rights 
yeah. and that brings in like the idea of like the, the marriage like the church is so obsessed with this idea of a man and a woman getting married in the United States, or a man and a man or a woman and a woman getting married in the United States um, but they're obsessed with the Christian idea of a marriage and not the American there's idea of marriage mm-hmm. you know like that that changes people change uh, world views change and you can't like you can't just expect everyone just Especially since, like, one of the main parts about the United States is you could come here from any culture mm-hmm. and, and, like, live a life and, and be free in freedom. and But instead, as we come for uh, culture and falling into politics, like, the conservative right. parties is, like, anyone who's not white, straight, and most and the most part male, like, like screw you, you're going to be disenfranchised and ignored yeah. because we don't, we don't care, um, which is sad. You know, I, I get real sad when people... When, I hear people talk about certain groups of people. You be it Muslim, gay, um, I don't know, any. It's just it just hurts. Like I think every single Republican candidate in the race right now has either some or oh, yeah. almost entirely prejudicial views against yeah, all and, the groups you just named and immigrants. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and yeah, immigrants. <laughs> any any sort of uh, any type of sexual, sexual identity, background yeah. or orientation. It's, it, it, you know, it's just like, like, if, if Republicans brought anything that I could, like, like, legitimately say, like, all right, like, okay, like, I, I, I don't see them, like, throwing anyone in jail, or, like, making laws make us illegal, then, like, I could, I could maybe, like, put a thought towards that, you know, like, thought towards voting for one of those candidates, but all of them are just, they seem like hateful people, or just dumb. It, 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 I was thinking the other day when... So, you know, several weeks ago yeah. or months ago when Donald Trump had said, we're going to build a wall. Oh, God. We're going to basically just yeah. keep Mexicans out. Mm-hmm. And then several weeks ago when the Pope had traveled to Mexico yeah. and very blatantly said, that's not a Christian thing to say. Yeah. You realize, like, yeah, that's a, that's a scary thought when the Pope is telling yeah. you, you're not being a Christian. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh the Pope. And then, then, then the argument against that is like all these people in the United States are like, oh, but they're Catholic. They're not actually Christian. Which is the which scary is, thing is so many people actually believe that. Yeah, yeah. The, like, it's that segmented, sectionalized view yeah. of of Christianity, basically. That yeah. Our version, and it's basically like evangelicals. Yeah. Is, is, are saying like, we're the actual right. Yeah, we're right. Version of Christianity. Catholics, they believe in God, but no. Yeah, no. They're yeah. not right. More. Yeah, they're not right. Aren't right. Yeah, like like they're still gonna go to heaven, but. They're not leading people like the correct way. Or I've something. even met people who don't think Catholics are, are going to go to heaven just because yeah, because yeah. they they pray to Mary. Oh okay, yeah, she's she's not she's not God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I feel like a lot of that like like religion in the United States, religion and politics get so tied in. And, and that's so a scary get, thing that like yeah. conservative politicians like yeah, so many yeah, the, and and I think part of it is they're trying to hit their voter base, you know, they are. like certain yeah. people like, like, like a guy goes in there and he's like, Hey, I want to be a president. Like I've been doing the Senator thing for a while, or I've been doing like this governor thing for a while. And like, I want, I want to do something else. I want to see if I can make a difference. And then their advisor sits down like, all right, so here's the deal. You got to hate the gays. You got to say that you love Jesus and you got to hate the Mexicans. That's all you got to do. And you're good. And he's like, all right, um, we're good here. Uh, let's do it. Because it's almost like there's no more integrity left. I don't think there is, um, really. Which is just real sad. Uh, I do have some hope. I, 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 I don't know too much about it. 
but from what I've heard, I like I like what Bernie Sanders has to say. He seems sure. even if I don't agree with everything, at least he's not like he doesn't seem like he's just just playing the system. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen some like his track record, he always votes the same on all of his things. And then there's some things he I think he might have changed a couple of things, but that's because he said that he had justification and I remember what it was. There's a couple of things people were like, Oh, he changed his view on this. He's like, Well, this is why. Um, plus it's he uh his voter base is almost a hundred percent the people. It's not it's not delegates and super delegates and all this stuff trying to get him in. Right. Uh, I don't know too much about politics, but if I had, I'd vote for him just because he seems like the most separated from, um, like the game almost. And he certainly makes a point of of saying, one of his biggest things being a democratic socialist is, he's not going to take money from yeah. super PACs. He's not going to get all kinds of financial support. Yeah, it's just going to come from his donor base. Yeah, which, right now, is a lot of younger people, a lot of people who. I think are younger and more yeah, liberal think, in their views. Um, people who who agree with his ideas about money is corrupted politics. Yeah, and so he's like, yeah, he's the candidate saying we can't do this anymore. Yeah, um, I don't agree with everything he has to say. I I probably won't vote for him. But, no, I mean that's a larger conversation. A, a larger issue. Yeah. No, I'm curious uh, when the election. And specifically, the the primary comes around. Um, are you going to vote in it? The California uh, primary is in June. Yeah, I think I am. And part of that is uh, the girl I'm dating. Um, okay. uh, she's great. I've been dating her for four years. Uh, oh, congrats! It's Evelyn. Yeah, Evelyn. Yeah, she's an incredible person. Um, I love her a lot. Uh, but she lives in Los Angeles right now. But uh, oh, nice. She's really into it. She loves she okay. loves politics, particularly so. She's a uh, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, her fam- she's uh her her parents came over from Mexico okay. across the border illegally back in like the eighties or something mm-hmm. and then uh, Reagan did like the Braceros program or something and um, they're they're legal so they're allowed to be here mm-hmm. um, that's another thing is part tied in politics too is like seeing how certain people have lived and like what they sure. had to go through particularly because I've been with her um, her family's like one of the hardest they're like the hardest working group of people I've ever mm-hmm. met like her dad has has worked all of his life six yeah. days a week. And then on Sunday, or his day off is Wednesday, and on Wednesdays he he still does stuff around the house and does everything. He's an incredible person himself. Um, but yeah, she she registered me to vote. Actually, she forced me to register. So I I was like like hanging out with her, and she's like, "You have to do it." So she registered <laughs> me as a Democrat, and then so she'll probably remind me when the California primaries come around, you better vote. And so I'll probably drop one in for. Not to worry. If you're registered, they'll send you out a yeah, a, a and ballot. I'll yeah, and I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do do the Sanders one for sure. We'll see. I don't I don't see much hope in it. You know, you always hope that he'll he'll get there, but even if he doesn't, I think you've taken a step that a lot of people don't. Where even if the candidate you're supporting has no chance or doesn't have a big chance, like you're still doing the active part. Yeah, which so many people, you and I probably both know, just throw up their hands and say, "Oh well, yeah, I don't care." There's no there's no chance of change. Yeah, the person just, I want to get elected isn't gonna going to. I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah, like I'll oh, fine. You know, I'll just, I'll just vote for Trump because like he's the only one uh, that he's the only Republican that's gonna make it. So I'll vote for him. Yeah, I don't like him. I think he's dumb, but yeah, he's a Republican. And that's the sad part too, where it just it'll come down to who's a Republican, who's a Democrat. Whichever crazy yeah. person on the Republican side gets nominated yeah. from their party, people will just vote for it because 
next to their name it says Republican. Yeah. And the same thing, Democrats do it too, where it's just, oh, I'm going to vote for that party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just where unfortunately, I think we're like people like you, I care about actual issues yeah, enough you see to actually your... care about the candidate, mm-hmm. which is cool to see. Um, and hopefully that makes a difference. I think so many people our age don't care about yeah, politics uh, and maybe they're getting more involved, but even still. Yeah, I think, I think, I, think um, I don't know if statistically, but I feel like more people are going to colleges and getting, uh, like, interacting with, like, actual different people in different cultures than the ones around their home. Right. Um, and I think that does tie a lot into people's more, like, the rise in activism now is there's more people who are, like, aware of the issues going on. And part of that might be, like, debt. Like college debt. That's like, a big one. Yeah. It's rough. And a lot of people view like a lot of people view it as the wrong reasons, I think. Like, oh well he's gonna he's gonna take away my college debt, blah blah blah. Like I wanna tell him like you're stupid. You make you make you make Democrat people look dumb. You make people who think about this look stupid. Because no, you you made the decision to go to a hella expensive school, uh, for eight years because you changed your major five times and then because you Because you're getting your masters. Yeah, and then you got your degree in psychology or or her literature. I got my degree in literature or or theater. And and now you have like hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt, yeah. and you don't have a job. Well, yeah, it's gonna happen. Like when when you borrow money from people, you have to pay them back. Yeah, um, they may be talking about making college free. Yeah, but that doesn't mean your college. Will yeah, you yeah, you know, you, you still have debts. Yeah, um, yeah, but but I feel like there is a rise. I think younger people, young people, are starting to get more involved. And I think this partly also because people are just getting sick of what they think is corruption and stuff inside and their views not being expressed. And I don't know, there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a very big gap between the people who have power and the people who are, who want power now, I guess. The part I would hope for is not just that people would care about just the presidential election that happens to be this year, but like care about the stuff that's going on at your local level. Yeah, local, local, your state, county, state. Uh, senators, congressmen, because those are the guys that actually hold the, the sway here. I know, and it, what I've heard of, like, and it's true, like the most power in politics starts at the local level. The yeah. stuff happening at your city council meeting. Yeah, because if you get in your county, and then moving. Yeah, because to they the they put their votes on the state level. Yeah, and the state level puts. Yeah, it's funny how many people I've I've asked, friends of mine, both where here in Merced and then in Southern California, where I lived for a little, a little while most people I talked to couldn't name like their state assembly member, the mm. state senator, like the U.S. representative. None of it. They just had no idea. And I mean, like I'm a political news junkie and I pay attention to all yeah, that. So, you, so you, yeah. <laughs> so I, I know their names and I know what they're doing. It, but I guess it just, it seems funny to me to hear people get really opinionated about issues and about things that bother them. Yeah. And yet, they don't have they they, don't, they either don't, they don't vote yeah. like they don't know who got elected and represents them yeah well shoot but, man you're you're making me feel guilty now oh no uh, I haven't voted for uh, the presidential election will be the first time I've actually um, well, I've ever voted and I I think part of that is also just because I I just haven't ever been aware like I never bothered to get aware of like what's going on around like I was like oh, it doesn't affect me you know one of those things yeah. and then like like the more I think about it, like why why not like. I'm work. I work at like a Starbucks, and they have to give me time to vote, no matter what, mm-hmm. wherever. Yeah. Um, and like, if I want something done, then I should go do something about it. And the best best thing I could do on like an individual for the city is vote on what I want. So exactly. Um, now I feel convicted to go to go do more. 
Oh, well. So thank you. <laughs> a little little kick in the butt. Oh, yeah, going. sure. I didn't mean to guilt you into it. No, not, not guilting. It's, <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, but I may, I may start, like, sending you messages, text messages, like, hey, uh, so when, when, when's the next election coming up for Merced? Oh, no, when, when's our, our Congress election? <laughs> Who should I vote for, by the way? What are the views? And yeah, Feel free. I'll... Uh, I'll pass along hopefully an unbiased opinion. Uh, you know, everyone's with biases, but Slightly I feel like biased. I feel like we would we would get along pretty well on that. I'll pass you along some good info. Okay. Um, we've covered a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we have covered a bunch of stuff. Um, Should we? Uh, we can wrap it up. My thing is, I want to wrap it up with like uh, just some real lighthearted, fun stuff that doesn't have to do with church. Oh yeah, politics yeah, yeah, church politics at all. Okay, yeah. One of my favorite things I've thought about recently, and I've talked about with your brother. Okay. Um. I was going to say give me the top five, but give me just like a couple of your ideas, greatest pop song ever written. Oh, shoot. Okay. I definitely have some answers here. Okay, and so... And Seth, if you're listening... Um, yeah. Uh, so he Ahaz, knows. There's a certain answer. I'm Aha's Take On Me uh, Oh, wow. Is, was that even on my list? I wrote a list. You have a whole list. Okay. Um, That's one of the greatest. So I, lo- I like oh, 80s music God, a lot, good. but I like 80s pop music a lot. Um, and surprisingly, some 80s hair metal is great. Some Poison or White Snake. Uh, they're, they're ridiculous. Um, that's a great answer uh-huh. yeah uh, watch the music video oh yeah it's crazy the, the, I remember that was like their biggest selling point was like oh yeah this is this is a great music video yeah, it was check wild. this out um, so uh, from my for me um, pop songs so Aha's gonna be on there just because uh, okay but uh, excellent choice um, Blink 182's uh, All the Small Things that's a great one um, okay which uh, I wouldn't I don't know if I'd classify it like I'm a general scheme of things as greatest pop song of all time, like in that scale. You can um, also throw it into I don't know when it came out, ninety eight. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand. Greatest stuff of the nineties. Oh wait, are we doing are we doing eighties pop songs? Oh no. Okay. I don't even know eighties music that okay. well. Okay. So we're just we're just We're doing, still doing all time. All time. Okay, yeah. Um that'd probably be like in five or if there was like an honorable mention it'd be in there. But that's okay. just be, that's personal love. Uh they're one of the greatest pop punk bands ever. They wrote some of the best. Um, yeah, they wrote some of the best. Uh, There's a quote that said, I think Tom DeLonge said, like, we didn't we didn't create pop punk, we just perfected it. <laughs> and it's, it's great. It's a good idea. Okay, I'm going to take a second to really think about this. Um, pop songs. Uh, While you wait, I'll throw out some of my yeah, other Yeah, throw out some right, real quick. Um, most of these are from, like, the last decade. Because that's, that's my musical. Okay, that's your... Sweet spot. Oh, maybe some... Oh, here's some older ones. Um, Ray Charles had some great stuff. Georgia... Okay, never listened to Ray Charles at all. Oh. I, I I feel like a, there's so much musical culture I missed out on, and part of that has to do with just being homeschooled and not having contact with certain things. But I would say, do you use Spotify? Yeah, I do. It has a ton of his stuff there. I would check out some of his Ray Charles stuff, or check out the movie Ray. Okay, yeah. Jamie Foxx plays him. Really good. Oscar for it, and it's like a great introduction to like some of his like greatest hits. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Um, oh, the movie I just watched. Um called Cadillac Records. Okay. Have you seen that? I haven't. It's about... Anyways, it doesn't matter what it's about. Etta James is in it. It's about this record label, Chess, okay, yeah. Chess Records. Yeah. I've and had it. some of the greatest... Had, like... Etta James was signed to them. Mm-hmm. Anyways. One of her songs, At Last. That's oh, yeah. one of the greatest. My man is coming home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The wedding song. Uh, you know, dance so with the wedding first dance. Yeah, no. Yeah, so those great. are older ones. Um, if we yeah. went for older, then... Uh, shoot. Um... Either Hey Jude or uh, okay. 
Um, I was never a big Beatles fan. Though, oh, so man, I don't know I if I love their heart. stuff. Uh, hey Jude, or what's what's the other really popular? Uh, Let it be. Okay. Those are. Um, Let it be is a great song. I don't. I just heard like a. I was at Starbucks this morning. I heard a really terrible cover of it. Oh, it's so like, sad. Oh. There, you can't you can't do it justice. It has one of the best. It builds and builds and builds and builds and like when the choir starts coming in and oh. Oh, I do love a good choir. Yeah, it's it's a good song. Okay, so um, I'll say Let It Be. Okay. It's gonna be number one. Ooh, number one. Number one. Number one. You can't. Okay. Uh, the Beatles were the greatest pop band ever. Interesting. Better than the Stones? Better than the Stones. Okay. Better than the Stones. I've never been a Stones fan. I okay. think the Beatles were the best. They, um, if you're thinking technology-wise, they, they, uh, people had to be start build, like building better amps for them because their amps oh, weren't loud enough to play to the big venues. Oh wow! And so that's where like all these bigger, louder amps came from, and uh, they got so annoyed. Um, by like how obnoxious, and this is just something I got from here to say from my friends Evan, um, that they recorded an album, um, they're one of the first early experimental albums that, uh, um, you couldn't play live because they didn't want to play shows because <laughs> they're sick of them. Um, okay, but hang on. So yeah, we'll, we'll do Let It Be as number one. Uh, okay. number two, hmm, number two, uh, probably, uh, shoot. John, John Blinks here. I, I'll know. I did put you on the spot. That's Ma- okay. Maybe I'm blue. The blue song. Here's a song about a little blue guy. And all day and all. The I'm blue. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, so catchy and annoying. Yeah, and annoying. It's kind of stuck in your head. Uh, it's just what I remember Which from might make it yeah, being a kid. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Michael Jackson had to be there somewhere. I've never been a okay. uh, Michael Jackson fan. I'm not either. Um, but beat I can't it. stand like Thriller or Beat It. Or yeah, Beat It. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Thriller. Uh, uh, Billie Jean. Billie Jean's a good groove. That's okay. A good one. Billie Jean. We'll put Billie Jean in there. Fair enough. I'll just throw out some of mine. Yeah, throw out some of These are like throws. pretty recent. Yeah. Like the last 10 Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't be self-conscious, man. These, these are... This is pop songs. There's nothing to be yeah. self-conscious about. They're all pretty much the same. We might be in like a great pop music era. Oh, yeah. Or we pass through it. Happy. The by, Pharrell. By Pharrell. All yeah. right. And it's a good change, you know? It's a song about just being happy in general. But yeah. Like, yeah that's, that's good. Fun music video, too. But that one is just so catchy. Yeah. It's just stuck in your head. But See, there's sometimes when I'm not happy, and I was like, I can't listen to this. Yeah, I know. Uh, I always get annoyed when like the breakdown comes. It's happy. Yeah, I don't love that breakdown. Oh, fuck it. Uh, Bruno Mars. Uh, Uptown Funk. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't love it. Oof. Pretty good. Yeah. I do like Mark Ronson a lot. Ooh, I didn't think of that. I just watched the documentary Amy. Okay. And he was the producer on Back to Black, the song. Okay. That's a really good one. Uh, do you That's like awesome. her stuff? Who stuff? Amy Winehouse. Oh, uh, I never listened to her much. Ooh, like really that. good? Real good. Anyways. Rest in peace. Gone too soon. Yeah, never to be seen. <laughs> never seen again. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> um, hide and seek. Immigrant heap. Oh, that. Oh, oh. So funny story about that. Um, <laughs> and we're only at number four. Yeah, we're only at number four. So uh, shoot. High school. That was. Oof. Like nine years ago. Nine years ago. I was sixteen, okay. I think. Um, I met a girl at Calvin Crest Christian okay. Camp. Christian Camp. Um, her name was Myla. Okay. Um, and she, uh, we talked back and forth. We had like a online relationship thing. There you go. You know, classic high school thing. You don't know anything that's, about each that's other. That's how you do it when you 
can't yeah, um, see each other after a week. Yeah, so we, we, we like talked back and forth online, and it was it was cool. Um, but she sent me a a, a mixed CD um, because I sent her a mixtape, like old school on an actual tape recorder. Actual tape? Yeah, I Whoa. thought it was cool. Um, she had no way to play it except in her dad's car, um, and it was like there was like some under oath and hey, like hey dad some yeah hey dad uh, can, can, can you play my mixtape? <laughs> Remember when you were crying <laughs> at three in the morning? Um, but yeah, uh, but she sent me a, a mixed CD, and uh, I thought it was I thought it was okay. But you know, like you don't want to like say. It. But the song I hated so much was "Hide and Seek." Oh, because wow. I hate, I hated it so much. It sounded processed, and I was just like so annoyed. Um, if I come back to it, I might like it more. Okay, um, I was. I don't know if you school. will. Like she uses the vocoder. Yeah. That's how you say it a lot. Yeah. But I mean. Um, I just remember there was an SNL skit, right? It was an SNL skit about oh, the hide and seek with like, because it was in the OC and like people just keep getting shot and shot and shot. Yeah. Because that song started. played in like the finale. Yeah. yeah. And so like made it famous even though it was good. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, but that, that is a good one because everyone will know it for sure. You say Imogen Heap, they're going to think that song. Yeah. And the crazy thing is like she's a super talented musician and she's done a bunch of other good stuff. Yeah. But she's like doing some really great stuff right now. Okay. Anyways. Oh. Yeah. That's for another podcast. Okay. Do you have any more to add? I don't have any more to add right okay. now. My top three single ladies. Oh, oh, you know it. You uh, you just got to go to weddings, man. You go to a wedding oh, anytime. Oh, you put that on? Oh, God. All the 30-year-old moms all like hop out like, oh, my God, we got to dance with this one. I know, right? Uh, Number two. Here's a good story. Party in the USA. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> that is such a good song. Funny story. There was a, a wedding that was being held here in um, this neighborhood in Merced. Okay. And it was basically like two blocks over yeah. um, at a, a family friend's house. Mm-hmm. They have a big house and they do a lot of special events because they have a nice yard. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was a um, friend of ours, Kevin Troll. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was at the wedding and he was like the DJ. Oh, God. So he said he had like taken his iPod. Or like his computer, yeah. and he just plugged it into this massive amp, and he was playing songs from it. I was sitting in my room here, <laughs> and I could like hear the music. And I was like, I didn't know he was DJing. Oh yeah, I was like, wow, this stuff sucks. And then, and then he plays the that, <laughs> and he turned it up. I could hear the song perfectly two blocks away. Just so, just just so happy. And I was like, oh, this is so good. Life is so good right now. <laughs> I saw him the next day at church, and I told him that, and he's like, yeah, that was me. I played that. <laughs> And I was like, great job. That like pissed off my parents. <laughs> They're like, this is too loud. How, how dare they? How dare they? How dare they play music so loud? Anyways, that's number two. That's number two. That's a, that's a good one too. That's a good one. I'm not a fan of Miley. Uh, she's, but that's yeah, whatever. She's she, your own. She's got some pretty good stuff. Anyways, number one, Toxic. Oh, oh shoot. That is the greatest pop song Yeah, no, you are right. Uh, oh man, yeah, I love I love that song. It's um, it's so good. I every time I bring it up, people are like, "That's a good song." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. The freaking violins just going crazy. Uh, oh man, you know you did leave out. Uh, I will say, uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, I don't know if I can put any of her stuff. Okay, like, so oh. um, Bad Romance or Disco Stick, both of those. Disco Stick. Disco Stick is is a terrible, terrible song. Um, but has everything you want in a pop song. First off, it's a song about sex, which 
and which very makes it thinly veiled reference. Yeah, to very, very, movies. yeah, which is very, <laughs> very, very high up there in American pop culture on the scale. And then it just has like such a driving, like really, really driving. Um, I used to have, to, I used to commute back and forth for school. And so, um, when I would get out, when I would get out of class, yeah, when I get out of class, I get in my car, plug my, my Zoom in. Oh, the Zune. Yeah, the Zune. Turn on. Uh, I had two songs, Bad Romance and Disco Stick. I turned those on and just like drive out to Disco Stick blaring. Isn't that um, the best? You're like driving somewhere and you're just blaring yeah, a song that going, you love? Yeah, you're just going crazy. Yeah. Um, that That's definitely a goal is to write at least one song that you could just blast really well out of like, some one of speakers. Your own songs? Yeah, one of my own songs. Oh, man. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Those are high up there. Yeah. The one I forgot, I was thinking about this. I don't know if I would put Lady Gaga on my list. No, no. The one I would, I was thinking through Katy Perry songs. Oh, you're right. Um, Teenage Dream was mm, the one I picked out. Teenage Dream? Oh, there, man. She had other good ones like I Kissed a Girl. Yeah, Kissed a Girl. Kissed a Girl was more shock value, I feel. Like. And then there was that one, I forget. It was like... Firework? Firework was okay. There was the one, Roar was okay. Yeah. yeah. The other one, I, it was like her second big song. It was like, the chorus was something about... Was it Peacock? You're up and you're down... You're oh, you're hot right. and you're cold. Hot and yes, cold. and you're no. Yeah, that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, those those are good too. But teenage yeah, dream. Change your mind. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. I read an article that like broke down that entire song. Oh, really? It was like a thousand words worth of like musically, like how it's it, like yeah. the best song. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, 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 right. that's that's pretty good. Uh, I've heard things. Um, do you have Hey Ya by the by Outcast? By Outcast, I don't know if I love that one. Oh, I've heard uh, it is uh, one of the best songs ever written. Um, because there's mm. like a there's some, it's like a like a two beat turnaround, and that's like the yeah. big thing. It's really hard to do in a song and they did it perfectly. And like, yeah, I don't know. I really like it. I'm always a fan of it. Well, those are some pretty good ones. Yeah, good ones. Uh, I'm gonna go listen to Disco Stick. Disco Stick right now, <laughs> just just to check. <laughs> I forgot all about see. that one. You're like, I don't, I don't know if I trust. You're gonna, you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be gigging hard. <laughs> you're gonna be loving it. Um, shoot, good stuff though. Good well, stuff. Yeah, thanks for um, doing this. Hopefully, no one kicks me out of the church or. Uh, out of the house or or anything you know if you if you're driving away from here and and you think back no no this this is this is this is this is it this is me like people have to deal with it it's just what it is good deal Um, yeah thanks for doing this This is fun i'd be down to do another one at some point or whatever sweet well we'll have you back cool by we i mean me yeah yeah, yeah, you know and maybe we could bring a cat or something you know know how you feel about cats Oh, I'm allergic. Oh, that would be disastrous. <laughs> All right, this is this is uh, the podcast about how we're allergic to cats, and here we go. Meow. <laughs> it would just be me sniffling and sneezing the whole time. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, cool. No, no problem.